Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Amen. I want to thank the Lord so, so, so much. And a scripture I want to stand on is Psalm 111, the New King James Version. Psalm 111, verse 1 through 4. It says, I will praise you. I will praise the Lord with all my whole heart in the assembly of the upright their congregation. The works of the Lord is great, studied by all who have pursued in him. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. For he made his wonderful works to be remembered. Hallelujah. The Lord is gracious and glorious. He's holy. He's everything. And he's full of compassion. My God is good. Amen. The Lord has been gracious unto me. A couple of months ago, I just keep being threatening with a lot of accidents. And God has redeemed me all the time. But um, May 17th, I actually had an accident. But God still took me out of it. And I'm standing, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I want to thank him. I, when I sit down, I'm like, God, anytime I'm on the parkway and the highway, I see a lot of accidents. And when it's coming to you, you don't see anything. You don't feel just it comes unto you. But God, who sees, always have a plan. And the devil could not put me on a sick bed. So I want to thank him for that. And I really want to thank God. 20 years ago on Friday around 9.34 a.m., God gave me a miracle. And I started learning how to become a mother. God gave me Angel Cindy Dankwa. 20 years of his goodness. Goodness of God. Goodness. And I'm learning. I didn't know what to do and what will become of us. And I'm still learning because as there changes, it comes with these packages. But God has been good. So I want to say thank you, God, for everything that I'm alive. And I'm still learning every day how to become the good person you want me to be. And I won't take it for granted. So I'm really grateful. And also grateful for being alive because I've seen too many dirt around me, and God has been good. That's what I'm here to say. Thank you, King Jesus. Lord, you are faithful, and Lord, you are good. I want to thank Pastor Nana for putting up with me for over 20 years. It's a blessing. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for all what you've done. Our pastors, Reverend Kwame, L.P. Pam, Lady Pastor Anita, all our pastors, they're pouring in our lives. 
And God's grace, have be- we have become what we have become today. It's by grace of God. I want to thank all the congregation. Every time we keep seeing each other, just being here and the smiles we get, keep us going. God bless you all. Amen. Your clap is too weak. Let's give a better clap offering to the Lord. Amen. We willingly give our offering, our money to support your work. I pray that you bless it and you sanctify it for your use. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we give with a clap offering? Welcome the ministry of the apples. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. What a powerful, powerful testimony, Auntie Winnie. We could all see the fruits (laughs) that you have produced so beautiful like you. God bless you. Amen. Can we give a clap offering to God? Is our God able? Hallelujah.
you are on your throne you are not alone and right now in the good times and bad you are on your throne you are God alone let's sing you are God you are God alone yes you are from before time before the world began all on your throne and right now in the good times and bad you are on your throne you are God and right now and right now and right now in the good times I need you to sing like you believe it you are on your throne times when all we can say is praise Lord we declare you are God alone you are God alone you alone are God you alone are worthy we declare it Lord we will never lose our praise in Jesus name amen be to God. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody begin to stir up your begin to stir up your spirit, please. Begin to stir up your spirit. Let your spirit tell. In the name of Jesus. Let your spirit stir. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Stand up your spirits. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you right now. Let the Spirit of the Lord prepare you. May your heart be prepared for what is coming to you. My God, of God is the answer of that His countenance to us. Sikayara, Baba, Zelebrand, 
the entrance of my God will give us yeah, yeah, those Why don't you lift up your hands and begin to I'm honored to sing your, your praise. King of glory, God almighty, hallowed be your name. Don't you stand there? Holy, 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 Lord, you are worthy, and I'm honored to sing your praise, King of Glory, King of Glory. Father, this morning, we hallow with your holy name, Jesus Christ. Yes. 
we reverence your holy name jesus the bible says that the name of the lord is a strong tower yes, lord. and the righteousness shall run into that name and he shall be saved yes. the bible says that at the mention of the name of the lord christ every shall bow and every tongue shall confess this morning i step on the word of god and i decree and declare over your life if only you can mention the name of the Lord, whatever entity the enemy has laid upon your life, by the mention of the name of the Lord, you are being delivered. By the mention of his name, you are being set free. By the name of the Lord, you are being set free from the encampment of the enemy. This morning, in the name of Jesus Christ, somebody open up your hearts for the spirit of the Lord to minister unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, Come and take your place. Come and take your place. Fill our hearts with your spirit. Give us that grace, oh God, to open up our hearts to hear from you, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, my God. The Bible says that, and the Lord spake. And he says, and there was light. Father, as we hear your word, let light come unto us. This is what we ask in your holy name, Jesus Christ. Bless everyone that is here, oh God. Amen. Sanctify them Amen. and take away their burden, oh God. Father, give them that liberty to hear your voice. I stand before your precious one and I commit myself, my tongue, my mind, my soul unto you. Grant me that grace, oh God, that I speak not my word, but let the words of Jesus Christ give an entrance unto me. Give me the tongue of Leonard to speak, oh God, to your lovely ones, that their lives will never be the same. This is what we ask in your holy name, Jesus Christ. And let every saint say, Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Oh, your clapping is so weak. All right. Why don't you do me a big favor? It looks like it's crowded at the back. Anybody who is not doing anything, please, can you please move forward? And for those who are under the, the canopy or the, 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 the balcony, can you please move forward if you don't mind? If there is anointing that is coming, you want to be closer to receive the anointing. Hallelujah. You have to watch something when you come to church. You know, if you used to sit here and gradually you are moving back, <laughs> you are moving, you keep moving, before you realize it, you will be out of the door. That is the enemy. If you don't do nothing, please, everybody, everybody, no one is exempt. With all due respect, let's honor God. Please, I beg you by the message of God, there is a reason why I do what I do. Alone with me, I cannot give you any command or authority of you, but it's only by the grace of God that I say what I say to you, and I'm saying it because of your goodness. You know, when you come to church and you sit at, it gets so much distracted. Just in case you don't know, but when you are closer, you pay attention to what is coming. On. Hallelujah. And I pray that God will give you that heart to understand when certain instructions are given. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you so much. Well, I bring you greetings from 
the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Father of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I said, Jesus, nobody's clapping. <laughs> wow. Wow. I also bring you greetings from Reverend Kwame, as you can see. It's a good place to put your hands together. As you can see, I'm standing in his office, borrowing. I have been given a privilege to share. Please bear with me. You know, many of you, I'm not quite sure how many of you were on uh, uh, the meeting yesterday with Reverend Lindsay, our convener. How many? Only three, four, five, six. Ah, but the rest, why? You didn't get a message? But center leaders and church workers, please, 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 let's, let us not give ourselves out to be called by our convener. He can easily call out our names, especially to disgrace our pastor before all the pastors. He can easily do that. It's not too difficult for him at all because all these things are being monitored and we keep putting on the platform, please log on, please log on. And indeed, the hands that are lifted up are those who gave a thumbs up. Shows that indeed they were on. The rest, nobody was on. Are you with me, please? So please, please, let's do our best and let's obey the instructions that is coming from above. If, if, if you can obey the instructions coming from above, it's a sign that you are obedient to God. If you don't, you, you, you don't take the authority. You don't take the, 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 the instructions from the authority that is above you. Hallelujah. So as Christians, one of the things that can bless us that can push us to receive from God is obedience, hallelujah. And many times, it doesn't come the way you want it. By the way, everything from God does not come glitters. Everything from God. Read from Genesis to Revelation. None of the prophets had it easy. In fact, the things that they went through, we cannot even bear, hallelujah. Can you face Goliath with a catapult? You can't. Can you face, can you go to Red Sea when you have thousands of people behind you and you have to lead them to cross that Red Sea? Can you do it? You can easily tell the people that this is not your call, but others did it through obedience. So if we are willing to obey, the Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, you will enjoy fruits of land. So, if you are not obeying and not willing, what would happen? When you read the scripture, that's how you turn it to, so that it will give you the glimpse to obey. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. So, as Reverend Lizzie was saying, how did this come up? It came up because if you don't preach every day, <laughs> you can do well. So, please. Cover all my mistakes. Don't try to analyze me and only come up with a mistake. But I just pray that God will give you the mind to take the theme of the message. Try and capture that. And unfortunately, when we come to church, we looked at these things, the fault, what the person is worrying, what the person is doing, what he didn't do well. Except the real message, you will not remember. That is the enemy. 
So I beseech you by the mercies of God, let's follow the message, the scriptures, so that when you live here, your deed will fall onto good grounds. Hallelujah. It will benefit your marriage. It will benefit your health. It will give you a counsel of prosperity. It will give you a blessing, a divine blessing. It will bring healing to your body. That is the word of God. But the other things that you talk about, he didn't speak well, he can't speak good English, he can't do all those things. It will really destroy your life. But don't destroy your life. The Bible says that life and death relies on our tongue. So use it for life, please. Not for the death. And I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will speak to your heart this afternoon in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, last week, Reverend Kwame preached powerfully. How many of you remember what Reverend preached? How many? All right. What did Reverend preach about? I know it's tell them. Tell them it's a book. <laughs> tell them it's a book. And he's giving us series of soul winning points of how to win souls and all that. What was his last message? Okay, give me the title in case you don't remember the message. The title. Hello? Now I'm getting it. Please, do we know what is happening in our church? Do we know why we are not receiving from the Holy Spirit? Do we really see what the enemy is doing into our lives? Look, it's not enough to dress to come to church. No, it's not. It's not enough to come here and see your friend because you want to talk to your friend. It's not enough to say, I woke up in the morning and I, go, I went to church on Sunday and I walked from this house and nothing, nothing, not even the title of the message. Give me one scripture of what Reverend read. That everybody knows. Somebody, give me one scripture. Okay, somebody gave me Matthew 28, verse 18. Somebody else. Last week, Reverend gave almost 15 scriptures. Give me one of them. Who was last week? Now, nobody's going to lift up their hands because I know they don't, I will call their name. Kaluski Basutia. I pray that the spirit that hinder your blessings this afternoon will rebuild that spirit out of your life. The spirit, when the seed is sowed in your life, that take it away. We rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. Reverend preached about the life, the old life and the new life. He uses Genesis chapter 1. Then he was talking about in the beginning. Then he diving into 126, where he says that God created us in our own image and gave us life. That was the Adam, the, new, the old life. He converted us into the new life where he said that I will take away your heart and give you a new life. Then he, Jesus Christ came and he said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So a new life of Jesus is what we are working in, which is the grace. If Can I please have my microphone work for me? I'm getting bricks off. Please help me. So, if Indeed, the message that was preached, the life, the old life and the new life is impacting us. Then Zoe is working in our life. Every one of us, every one of us will carry what was preached. And by today, you will begin to see the power of God. Reason why it has not worked, because God is not working within you. 
If my word abide in you, and you abide in me, what will happen? Whatsoever, perhaps you are not receiving what you need because my word is not in you. The words of Jesus Christ are not in us. That is what, why we are not. Listen, we are deceptive Christians. Christians that are vain glory. You come and you think you are being blessed. Watch your life. It's true, you have the roof over your head, bread on the table. You have, perhaps you have your children around you, you have your husband, you have everything. But the word of God is not in you. God is giving you time for his word to abide in you. He's giving you time. You know, a couple of days ago, I heard somebody died in Tracy Towers. A husband lived with the wife. Stabbed the, husband, the wife and killed the wife. They've been living for years in all these years in the same room. What triggered that? What triggered that? I came to find out. I was talking to, I know the lady very well. I know the husband. But I know the lady very well. Her name is Mama. That's how we call her. Very sweet lady. And I was talking to her friend who called me and was telling me this story that she has been stabbed, I believe, 39 times or something. What triggered that? It has to be the enemy. Now, if the word of God is in the heart of that man, as confused as he is, Bible says that in the book of Romans, there is therefore no more condemnation. That means there is therefore no more confusion. When the enemy brings confusion, he set up your mind, you react. The thief cometh not, but to kill, to steal, to kill, and to destroy agenda to back this is the only thing that can help you to fight back is the word of God I'm telling you I have nothing to tell you by the word of God Romans chapter Psalm 119 verse 105 it's Reverend Kwame's message that has brought this not me. Pastor Nana, you only come here. Reverend Kwame preach. He makes us laugh. He, he gives us stories to make. Please forgive me. I told you I don't preach every day. So I'm doing my best. <laughs> and I pray that by the time you leave, the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. That is why we prayed for the Holy Spirit to convict us. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Are we together? This is the word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Now, this man, if the word of God is the lamp unto his feet, what would the light, what would the word do? What does the lamp do? The lamp do what? If the lamp, the word is a lamp unto my feet, your feet, that means when you walk, you you will not fall. You will not hit the tables because my word is a lamp. It removes every hidden thing. It brights up so that you can see. Hallelujah. Not only that, he says, a light unto thy path. This is David speaking. And you are not different from David. You are even much better than David. Why? Because in the time of David, there was no grace. 
In the time of David, there was no grace. To the point when you strike somebody, you can easily be strike back. But today, the grace of God abound. That in the midst of your sin, God does not strike us. In those days, when you touch the ark, you will be dead. Today, many people can do all sorts of things and come to the altar and still walk out freely. That is the grace. Because the grace does not condemn us. But the grace gives us opportunity until we have no earth to breathe. Hallelujah. This I minister to you that you allow the word of God to speak to you. I can't give you anything that can change your situation by the word of God. So let's tap into the word. And I believe our lives will never be the same. So, yes, we are preaching about tell them. Tell them, we all know that it's the month of an evangelism. Meaning that we're supposed to minister the word of God. We're supposed to share. We're supposed to preach. And the book that we are using, which is Feeding 527, is tell them, hallelujah. And tell them talks about salvation, how to win souls. So as a Christian, Reverend Kwame has been walking us through many ways to win souls for Christ. Hallelujah. And he gave us his last scripture before he gave me this opportunity to preach about us having life in us, which is the life that God has given to us. Now, I want us to find out what does this life do for us? What does the new life do in our life? James chapter 2 verse 14 to 26. Are you following me, please? Please, write something. So that the Holy Bible says that the word of God has been written, it's written for our four times. So that we can what? Study and remember. Hallelujah. I'm not asking everybody to remember what I'm preaching right now when I live. But if you write it down and you go home, you will ponder on it. Hallelujah. True or false? Every student here, you go to school. The teachers give you notes, give you pages. A name? Ofori. Ofori. You write notes in school? What do you do with the notes when you write them? I can hear you stand up, please. You study it. Right at the presence of when the teacher is teaching you? After. Why? Because if you don't study, what would happen? If you don't study, you're going to forget everything and you're going to fail the test. Obviously, human beings. <laughs> but you know what? We remember everything on WhatsApp, messages that are sent to you. In fact, you can tell the stories to your friends. Easy. You, to the point you even forward it and share it with them. That is how love you love those things. The things you love, you talk about it. You admonish them. The things you love. And unfortunately, these are the things that we love. Except his word. The Bible says that they use their mouth to praise me, but their heart is far. Your, your heart is far from the things that can save you, but your heart is closer to the things that can destroy you. And Satan has deceived you that you cannot even tell that these things are really killing me. You cannot even see. In fact, you think it brings joy to your heart because you laugh about it. You see jokes. You see all sorts of things. And you make story out of them. But I tell you, if you take the word of Jesus Christ 
If you meditate on it, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 to 9, Bible says that this book of the law, it will not depart, it shall not depart out of thy mouth. Why? It says, meditate on it day and night. Now, after you have meditated on it day and night, what happens to you? That is the work, the, the work of, of Jesus Christ. Then you will what? Observe and to do according as it is what? Written. Why was it written? So that me and you can remember. It was written for us to know that this is what the apostles, this is what those who God blessed, this is what they did for them to be prosperous. You are looking for prosperity, yet you are not meditating on the word of God. How can you be prosperous? Can you post that scripture? Look at that. How many of us here that wants to prosper? Everybody. Everybody wants to prosper. Church, prosperity does not drop from heaven by osmosis. Prosperity comes by this way. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, Evelyn, what is for then means? Oh, you didn't, do, you didn't go to English school. Antiyama, Queen, what is for then means? That means, Chizi Chibozi went to good school. All of you, you didn't go to good school. He went to good school. That means, it says, then thou shalt. So, if you do not meditate, number one, if you do not meditate day and night, if you do observe and to do you can never be prosper what is prosperity have you seen many people who have gotten millions of dollars and yet they are homeless watch it if temporarily you have something be careful you don't lose it you can protect and preserve that by the word of God. Be rooted and grounded in the word. And your life will be protected and be preserved. Hallelujah. Do you want to be preserved? Do you want to prosper? Study the word. Hallelujah. Let's go back to my scripture. James chapter 2 verse 14. Let's hear the word of God. Bible says that what doeth it profit? My, what doeth it profit? My brethren. Though a man say he had faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doeth it profit? If I am hungry and I come to you and I said I am hungry, then you shake my hands and you begin to prophesy. And you said, may the Holy Spirit fill me up. I'm not going to be felt, filled with your prophecy and your spoken word. I need food. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. If God had saved you, if Jesus Christ saved you, has given you a new life, he is expecting you to put the life to work. Faith without work is what? 
So can you tell that a Christian can have breath breathing yet dead in the spirit? Is it possible? Is it possible? Why did Jesus call you? Why do you really know why you are saved? Do you know why Christ saved you? John 15, 16. Faith without works is dead. This afternoon, my prayer is that this faith will stir up in your life and you begin to have that spirit to work for Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I have chosen you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you and I should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. I have given you life. I have instead in you a new life. Now the new life that I've given to you, I am pushing you to go out and bear fruit. No, it's not enough to say that God has saved you. It's not enough to say that he has saved me. Then he said, go and bear fruit. Then what? And that your fruit should remain. It's not enough to say I've evangelized and I have won a soul for Christ. Listen, serving God is a mystery. It's one after the other. The work does not end there. Work of Jesus Christ does not end. It's a continuous assignment. Every time you wake up, your mind is on the things of God. The Holy Spirit is the one that worketh within you, not you. So when you begin to pray in the morning, this is where I tell everybody, don't wake up in the morning and start beginning with your WhatsApp phone. It will destroy you, but let the word of God begin in your life. It quickeneth you. The words that I speak, they are spirits and they are life. The life there is Zoe. It says the flesh, it profited nothing. It is the spirit that quickeneth. So we wake up in the morning, you, first thing you touch is your WhatsApp. WhatsApp will quickeneth you. No, I'm serious. You, we are dead Christians. Spiritually, we are dead. There's nothing in us. Nobody have the passion to say that I'm going out. My mind is on the soul. In fact, your mind is what you can eat and what money you are going to get. If you don't get paid, the next person you are calling your boss. Is somebody hearing me, please? Bada. Isaiah 52, verse 7. You really want to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm coming to my message. My message is very short. 1237, I'm almost done. I want you to know the importance of you, even though you believe that you are a priest or a woman of God, even though you don't believe. Meanwhile, scripture has shown us that you are a woman of God or a man of God. You don't have to wait for a man to lay hands or pour oil on you and announce the congregation and say, you have been ordained before you believe that because scripture teaches us that you did not choose me but I have chosen you and what? ordain you do you believe in the word of God? 
So you are ordained. Do you, don't you still? Don't you believe so? You see, the reason why you are not preaching is because you don't believe that you are ordained. That is why you don't minister the word of God to your friends, even when you meet them. Your family, your home, that is being broken. But you can tell them everything in life. Tell them how to get things. You can tell them what they should do except preaching the word of God. Foundation that can really save your home. That is eliminated from our homes. Because you don't believe in the word. If we begin to read the word in the context, then we begin to act on the word. Because the word himself will move you. The word himself will minister to you. But if the word is in you, how can it minister to you? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Isaiah 52 verse 7. The Bible says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings. How beautiful. This word is your word. If you begin to preach the word of Jesus Christ, this is what is going to happen to you. As dirty as you think your feet is that you cannot be anywhere but by preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ it will bring you to somewhere that you even in the mind of you you thought you would never be there but the word of God can bring you to that place today our prophets who lived in Ghana born and raised in London came to Ghana as a young man went to school everything that he did he did in school but today he has been so many countries not his doctorate that took him there. He went to school with Reverend Osei. I don't think Reverend Osei has been to all the countries that Bishop has been to. He went to school with many of his classmates. I don't think all of them has been to countries that way. To the point when he arrived at the airport, come and see the convoy waiting to drive him. How beautiful, how wonderful, how excellent are those who preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if you don't preach, if you don't minister, how many men can you invite to the church? How many women can you invite to the church that we will have? Those who are single will meet their spouses in the church. You don't preach. So people are frustrated because they can't have what they need in the house of God. Yet you are looking for help. Commit that help. So true. Bible said that I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. Whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. It comes from the Lord, but you cannot sit and put your hands in between your legs and expect God by lifting up your eyes like this, looking up the hill, and you think the help will come. No, even God moved. Bible says, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. Please. And God said, let there be what? Let there be what? What did he do? God do. He spoke. Why don't you go back to 1? Let's start. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth was without form. 
The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the earth. And what did the spirit do? What did the spirit do? Those who went to school. What kind of tenses is that? Move. It was moved. Moving is what? It's work. Moving is work. Kezia, how are you? You studied in school. You graduated. Did you do a lot of work? Did you? You studied day, night, even sometimes you want to sleep, but you studied. So were you tired? But you came up successfully. That is work. That is work. The blessings of the Lord does not fall free. Many Christians are using scriptures to embargo ourselves, thinking that God will bless me if I give my tithe. You can give your tithe, but you can never be blessed. Oh, so pastor, are you telling me not to give my tithe? That's not what I'm telling you. But I'm telling you, to, you have to understand why you are giving your tithe. The understanding of every Christian comes from the kingdom of God. If you don't understand the kingdom and you do things because what you have heard, trust me, you will be a vain glory Christian. To the point you will say that there is no Jesus. Recently I was listening to an article about a lady who was prophesying over a young lady, another lady. Lady is considered to be prophetess. So while she was approaching this young lady to prophesy, she keeps telling the lady, you cannot come to the house of the Lord with an empty hand and expect prophecy to fulfill in your life. I was touched. Touched means not moved by what he's saying, but I was brokenhearted. I was really hurt. Now, as she was telling the lady, another prophet who worked with the lady came closer, whispered to her. Said so she came back, she said, oh, as I was about to say, about to say and what was that the lady the lady who was there receiving the prophecy prior to that somebody prophesied over her to sow a seed of 888 and that 888 which is eight eight hundred and eight dollars us dollars that she will have a husband so as the lady was about to prophesy, she said, 888. And the lady, the prophetess said, I'm not here to prophesy over your marriage. I'm here to prophesy over the, a burden that is on you. And that burden, it takes 1,500, 1,500. This is the manipulation that has entered into church. This is manipulation that has entered into church. Manhattan College family, you are blessed. I have not seen any pastor praying for you and demanding money before they pray for you. In fact, they visit you free with their own money and pay tolls and come and visit you. Gas, expensive, they come freely. Sit hours upon hours, powerfully. You don't believe them. The reason why it has not been working because you don't believe. They have not called themselves prophets. But the day they change their tongue and demand money, you will come. In fact, you will pay for them to come. Deception. Deception. We don't believe. Freely he gave. Freely God has given to us. That is the gospel. The gospel. Bible says that by 
buy the truth and sell it not. Does it mean you cannot sow a seed? No. You must sow freely from it. If God touch you to support the work. That is the grace. Don't let the voice of authority push you to give when you don't understand. You will not be blessed, but one day you will curse God. You will think you gave and God did not bless you. No, you gave. You have been taught to give, but you have not been taught to be blessed. You have to understand the kingdom. You have to. When you understand the kingdom, when you understand how the heavens operate on the earth, when a minister ministers to you and you receive, the minister doesn't have to tell you to even sow a seed. By the power of God, you will be touched and you will give to sow. Because it is also biblical to sow a seed. The Bible said Isaac sowed the same year and reap. So if you really allow the word to speak to you, you will understand the word. Are you with me, please? Children, are you with me? You sow obedient to your parents, they will give your heart things you need. But if you don't, you may one day call your parents as a bad person, but you know that you because you did not listen. So you see, it's not only money. <laughs> your time that you can sow to God will be a blessing to you. Build a solid time and begin to relate the word of God into your life. Church, I'm talking about soul winning. When Jesus Christ, can we go to Matthew, please? Shara Let's read Luke. Luke 19, verse 1. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. What Jesus did. Talking about what the word of God can do for you. When you allow yourself to work on you. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And passed through Jericho, verse 2. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans. And he was what? The man was what? Oh, church, why are you so quiet? You don't like my message? Pastor <laughs> Nana. Reverend makes us comfortable. We, you have come, you have come, you are making us feel like, listen, we are not Christians. We are, please, I came to church. Everything that I'm saying, if it's not in the word of God, don't buy it. Remember, I prayed and I asked God to give me the grace to speak. And I'm not afraid of your fearful faces. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so please try not to intimidate me give me work with me respond to me hallelujah trust me 
at the end, you will be blessed. No, I believe so. You will be blessed. The Pharisees, they didn't like the things that Jesus Christ told them. But at the end, they call him Christ and they begin to praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I see you changing. I see you taking the word of God onto your life. Hallelujah. And I see light coming over your life. Hallelujah. A transformation is coming. Hallelujah. The Bible said, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was what? Rich. Verse 3. And he besought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was what? Little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he, he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, now this is where I want to bring your mind unto. Jesus Christ was walking like this. The tree is up there. Jesus was walking. When you are walking, I don't think anyone here walk with a head up like that. I believe every one of us walk with looking like this. True or false? But the Bible said that Jesus saw Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus did not call out Jesus. How did that happen? How did Jesus, how did he see a on that tree? Have you ever questioned yourself? You just heard a story. Zacchaeus, a short man who have a lot of money and mischief other people. And then he gave because Christ came to his life. The Bible says that Jesus, he had compassion. When he saw the sheep being what? Scattered. He had what? He had what? He had what? When you have the compassion of Christ, the Holy Spirit is with you. Wherever you go, your eyes see the perishing ones. Many of us walk. We only have phones. Our eyes are glued to the phones. We walk. We walk. Souls are passing. We walk. We are reading our phones. Reading. Listening. Souls are passing. You cannot even see. No passion. It was the passion that made Jesus notice that there was somebody there. The Bible said that when my spirit comes, it comes and it convicts you. When you have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord directs you. It will convict you to the perishing ones are. But you see, your mind is good to one thing that you are looking for. Your heart desire giving you. Perhaps the things that you are asking for, God is telling you, check your mind off those things. Begin to work for me. Work for me to minister. Begin to share. Begin to bring souls. Manhattan, we have not bring any the same old people and young ones that we have given birth to that growing into the church. The same people that we have. In the book that we are using, Bishop gave an analogy of a scientific, scientific way of soul winning. He says, in the past, years ago, the, the number of people on the earth were not growing. Why was it not growing? Because scientists have not come with medical, like medications and other things to sustain us. So people were dying. Not that they were not giving birth. They were giving birth, but the number of people were not, what, 
it was not increasing. And you won't believe it. Somebody also did, uh, 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 had a, um, a chicken farm. And the chicken farm, because there was no medication helping the chicken, they would give birth, but they would die. The mortality was so bad that everybody was dying. Every chicken that they give birth, because there's no medication to keep them. That is how it is in the church. We come, and we preach, and we win souls, but there's no medication to sustain them, to retain them. How? Because there's no follow-up. Do you believe somebody followed you up to be where you are today? Is there anybody here that Reverend Kwame has not visited you yet? Your home. Show by hands. You have been visited by Lady Pastor Anita. Reverend Kwame worked with Lady Pastor. I mean, Lady Pastor Anita worked. <laughs> Lady Pastor Anita <laughs> worked for Reverend Kwame. Anybody here that Reverend Kwame has not? Doris, don't bring yourself. If there's anybody who has been visited several times, it's even to the point Apostle himself used to live in your house. <laughs> so you don't need visitation. <laughs> I'm talking about how we can retain members that are perishing. Church, I'm not only talking about the new members. I'm talking about ourselves. Who? Call who? You tell me that you, when you don't see somebody in church, you pick up even the basenta little that we have given you, five, six people. Who do you follow up with? Yesterday, Reverend, Reverend Lindsay taught us. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm so hurt that most of you were not on. When good things are being shared. For us to retain our souls, we need to follow them up. Follow up will bring many young men, many young women. Follow up will bring husbands and wives to church. Men and women who will eventually become husbands and wives. Follow up will bring you somebody who will work for you, who will employ you. Follow up will bring somebody who will assist you to get what you need in your life. People say that in my father's house, there are many what? Many what? Mansion. Many. In my father's house, some to honor, some to dishonor. So you will by all means have some people who will help you to follow up. It's not evangelism. If follow up is dead, the work of evangelism is wasted. The resources, the money, as Bishop is doing, you know, many of you have not seen. Have you noticed that everywhere Bishop has gone for uh, uh, a campaign, crusade, there's thousands in that place. Have you noticed that? The reason is that he goes there and establishes something. Then he will send somebody to follow those who gave their life to Jesus Christ. By the following up, we begin to have mega churches. And Christ began to have souls in the kingdom. No wonder this man is so blessed. Can you also be blessed? Absolutely. Can you go to every country? That's not what I know, but God knows. The soul that has been assigned to you, do your best by following them up. Hallelujah. I said, do your what? Do your best 
by following them up. Acts chapter 8, verse 4. Acts 8, 4. Bible said that, Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere doing what? Preaching the word. Verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Six, please. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing. And, and then what? Miracles which he heard. Verse 6. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were were healed. Verse 8. And there was great joy in the city. The day the gospel of Jesus Christ is preached and someone is touched, there will be joy in our midst. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. Verse 9. But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery. Church, I need you. Please, let's work together and understand the work of God. A man of God can preach powerfully. A man of God can do miracles. A man of God can do wonders. But there can be a sorcery among us who is fighting against the work of God. That is the plan of the enemy. But for that to be retained, for someone who has given his life to stay in the house of God, it's you and I who are chosen to support the man of God. It was Philip who was preaching, yet the disciples followed up. Bible said that there was a sorcery. Simon, which before time in the same city, used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one. Demon also have power to do wonders. People come in the name of the Lord and prophesy and tells you in the name of the Lord, I say this. But the Bible says, God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, go and tell these people that what they are preaching, they are not of me. I did not send them. Are you with me? Verse 10. Listen to this. To whom they were all gave heed. To Simon the sorcerer. Bible said that they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying... This man is the great power of God. See, they believe in him. Is it not what is happening today? Is it not to the point somebody will put their leg in between a woman's leg? Said, I'm praying. I'm praying and pushing and pushing, hurting the woman. And the woman is thinking that he's under the anointing. And he says, power of God. Verse 11. And to him they had regard because that of long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. Long time. Long ago. This is New Testament I'm reading to you. Verse 12. But when they believed Philip, somebody said, when they believed Jesus, when they believed Jesus, when they believed Christ, the Bible said that when they believed Reverend Kwame preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, understanding the mudos how kingdom operates can be acted the same way on the earth when Christ is preached. When Jesus is preached, when Philip came and preached about the kingdom and the name of Jesus Christ, but you said at the mention of the name, every what every knee shall bow. The day Philip preached Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Verse 13. Then himself. Let me tell you something. Those who are preaching that using the name of the Lord in vain, when we preach the truth, when we follow up with our people, 
they will turn their heart to Christ. It's not you. It's not by might, nor by power. It is by the Spirit of the Lord. When you take the Spirit, the Spirit will quicken them. Church, let us not sit down and allow false prophets preach and take the soul that Christ came for. And whilst we have words in our mouth, that cannot be, we cannot use it. Let's go out there and minister powerfully unto them. Verse 14. Now when the apostles, which this, look at this. Now when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they did what? They did what? That's follow-up. Many of you are not reading to me. You're not getting it. When they received Christ, when Jerusalem heard that Philip has preached, when the apostles heard this, what did they do? The reason why they sent them that it was not enough for them to believe. You need somebody to go home and sit with Cynthia and begin to understand Cynthia very well. Have one-on-one conversation. Follow-up is the key to retain souls that has been saved. If we leave them thinking that message has been preached in the church and they leave. Look, many of you left the church. You didn't even remember the title of the message that was preached. Title. I'm not asking for the scriptures. So that is the work of the enemy for us to receive our breakthrough, for us to receive our healing, for us to receive our power, for us to receive what Christ has given to us. We must follow up with one another. When I started a church in Bridgeport, most of the people, by the grace of God, I was able to it was through visitation. Not a day, for three years that I was there, two and a half or something years, not a day that I go to Bridgeport after work. Even if I finish work at five, six o'clock, the only day that I will not go to Bridgeport is Tuesday when Reverend has asked me to come to Manhattan Church. And Fridays, even Fridays, I go there and pray. Fridays that I will not go there is when having open heavens in the Bronx, coming together with three churches or so. But every single day, I will go there. One lady, by the grace of God, I followed her seriously with all my heart. And sometimes too, you give all your heart and people will say things about you. Don't give up. Don't give up. I spent my time, my everything. I went and the lady was expecting, the lady, she was expecting me to pay her because she thinks she was old, so I must give her money. But she lives in a nice place. She has a nice son. Our church, I'm not being paid. How can I pay you? <laughs> it has even cost me from the Bronx to Connecticut in those days. I visited, I prayed, I did. A lot of them. And other people also joined. Then the lady, because I couldn't pay her, she left. I didn't give up. I keep calling, keep praying, keep calling, keep praying, keep calling. The lady fell sick, cancer. Mercy, Lord. She fell sick, cancer. And I was calling her, she couldn't answer. Do you know why? You see, the Bible says in the book of Mark, chapter 5, the madman of Gadara, that she was kept, he was kept in the tomb quietly. And he silenced him not to talk. The day that he had an encounter with Christ, the Bible said that he received what? A breakthrough. 
Satan kept this lady's silence. He silenced her. I keep calling. She didn't answer. She even, other people through her that we get them into the church. She stopped them from coming. I said, what is this? What is this? One day, I was there. And one of the ladies who came with her, her children. And the lady, she came with her whole lot of children. Needed help. We helped her pray. Did this. Her son became very close to me. In fact, this week, the son told the mother, she want, he wants to talk to me. One day, I was there. I said, let me call again. I called the lady. She didn't answer. And I called the other ladies that she brought. The lady answered. Epipa. The lady started crying. I said, why? She said, Pastor, Auntie is dead. I broke into tears. And she said, when she was sick, she said she was praying. The lady that who died, she was praying, and the Holy Spirit told her to call me to pray for her. She will receive a healing. But pride, because the way she left, she couldn't call. She told me, and me, I have been calling you. And she told the lady that she brought that I had a dream that Pastor Nana has come praying for me and I have received my healing. So the lady said, let's call him. He's not, he's, he will not be angry with you. In fact, he's been calling me. When, I, when she told me this story, my heart. Yes, sometimes you will have opportunity to go and visit others and they may not give you a chance but don't give up don't give up church for us to retain souls we need to dive deep into follow up let's go back to the olden days where we used to visit one another we used to call one another we used to, I'm not talking about the new converts alone I'm talking about our church members that we cannot see them today many people are not in the church need that zoom can you project the zoom and see the number and know the Manhattan. This is the Apache. This is the Apache that when we seated, we're supposed to be filled up everywhere. The city that never sleeps. A church is in the, in the city of Manhattan. And yet we are empty. How many people there? How many? We need to retain our members. We need to begin to work. Every one of you. God has something for you. Matthew 28 verse 18. Every one of us, God has given us a work. Bible said that now when? Matthew, Matthew 28 verse 18, please. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Verse 19. Now hear this. This is for every one of us. None is exempt from this scripture. It pertains to every one of us. Go ye therefore. Did God mention any prophet name? Did God mention anybody's name? God is preaching. Jesus is preaching to the people, everyone. He says, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. Teaching them to do what? Observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you all way. And even unto the end of the world. Amen. Please take the word of God. Call somebody. 
up someone. Figure it out. Even if the person does not answer, pray. Another form of follow-up is prayer. When you begin to pray for someone that you care, by all means, you will visit. Because prayer works. Prayer answered everything. Prayer bringeth restoration. The one that the enemy has stolen, it is the prayer that will bring him back. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you excited by the message? Are you being blessed by the message? Well, I believe by the grace of God you are blessed. My last scripture to you, Matthew 25, 35. Here is the word of God. Every one of us, we believe that we are Christians. We are in a church. Every one of us, we believe that we are going to heaven. But I want you to hear something today. That let's not wait. Let's not wait before it is too late. Hallelujah. The Bible says, For I was hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was stranger, and ye took me in. Continue. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee, and hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee, a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Look, we are not going to see Jesus to do these good things to you. He will not come physically, but the person sitting next to you, the one who is not in the church, the one who is in the prison, the one who is sick, the one who is hungry, that when you give, when you visit, when you cancel, as you've done it unto the least, God is saying, you've done it unto him. And as you do it for Jesus Christ, he will by all means, Mrs. Vic, do it also unto you. That is when your name will be called. If you read previous scripture, many people, many people, they didn't make it to heaven. In fact, continue. 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed. Kali Skidihaba. You don't want to be cursed. God does not curse us. This only comes on the day that Christ comes. He will not tell us this physically whilst we are alive here. Because God does not curse none of his children. But the day, God, look, God will not have mercy on the day that he comes. This is the time he has mercy on us. This is the time that the grace abound. But on the last day, if you do not make it to heaven, there's no grace, neither there's mercy. This is where, if you don't make it to heaven, he will tell you. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. Church, hell is real. Hell is real. If we do not do anything good for God, the end we will be cursed and our place will be hell listen to this prepared for the devil and his angels 42 
For I was hungered. Go, keep on, keep on. We read this. Keep on. I was stranger. Keep reading, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. No, wait. Then shall they say also unto him, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered, or test or stranger? This is where my heart is pleading for everybody. You may not know. The person physically in the church who is not coming, when you visit, will be the person that Jesus will be asked for. Jesus is not coming physically for us to see him to visit. And indeed, it's not needed anyway. Jesus does not need your visitation. It's the person sitting next to you. The person who is not in the church. Manhattan College family, please, let's rise up. Let's rise up and open our eyes. May God open our spiritual eyes and let's begin to see the missing ones, the least ones, those who are not coming, those who are missing from our midst, those who are angry that they are not coming to church. Let's devote time and let's pray for them. Let's visit them. Let's cancel them. By so, your burden will be taken care of by God. God will take care of your needs. As you take care for these little ones. He says, as you did it unto these little ones, you've done it for me. As you've done it for those who are struggling to come to church. As you've done it for those new converts. As you pray for them, God will provide your needs. Your home that is broken will be restored. Your sickness and your disease is that is with you. As you are in pain and you are praying for others, God will restore your health. Children, your home, your, every, your finances that are struggling. As you are working for others, God miraculously will work for you. That treat the word of God. Mind of a man cannot comprehend. You cannot use that mind, your own mind, and thinking that it will work. Let me tell you something. Believe in heavens. If says Christ, believe that the word of God is true. Just believe. Nothing can change you but believe and begin to act. Let's not be vain glory. And I believe the Holy Spirit will give unto you your heart desire. Stand onto your feet. You know how many of you know that in Isaiah, he prophesied that in the last day, seven women will come after one man. How many of you have heard that? How many of you have read that? How many of you have read that? It is true. If me and you do not pray and follow up, our men and women whom God has given to us to be saved, they will become lesbians and gays. Hardly will those who are single will find men to marry and women to marry. The husband, the, 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 those who will be attracted to the woman will be the one who are married. So somebody like Kofi Asumenin, if we don't pray for Kofi Asumenin to be preserved, all women, seven, will be looking at Kofi. They will be chasing him. And not coffee to marry to them all. They will just tell, put your name on us. That is all they're looking for. Not husband. They just want a name to be placed on them. And guess what? When coffee is not giving up, you will see Kojo Mensa coming after coffee. Coffee. Reject that in Jesus' name. 
<laughs> Look, you see, when we say these things, we laugh, but it's so true. And we see it happening. It's happening practically in life. I read an article yesterday. A lady who is married. That lady is married. Before she got married, she had a previous boyfriend. She broke up with her boyfriend. She got married. She married and she was living with a man for two years. And then she reconnected back with her boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend. And the ex-boyfriend impregnated her. Not once, but twice. And gave two children. And those two children, the man, the husband is the one taking care of those two children. Feeding those two children, paying for their school fees, visiting them, praying for them. And she, the, the man is a pastor in the church. And the wife is an elder. She's assisting the pastor. And now, she realized, you see, look, you cannot live in darkness and think that it will never come out. The lady has been done this. Uh, the case are now 10 and 12. All these years. Now the ex-boyfriend is demanding the children. He wants his children. In the church. So we are in a church if we don't help each other thinking that we are safe. In the church, a pastor's wife raising two children who he did nothing. Somebody. Now the woman is pleading to her friend to find a way. And the woman, she said, every time she sees her husband's face, she feels guilt. There's heaviness. Even when the husband is trying to touch her. Satan is wicked. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now these two children are the ones that they are in trouble. More. So let's work together. Let's support each other. Let's keep visiting one another. Our eyes be open. Please. I'm telling you this. The mystery for this, the miracle behind your visitation and your counseling is your heart will be fulfilled. You don't need to pray for your heart desire, but work for the Lord all day long and God will give your heart desire. Many people don't believe. Many of us, it's few that probably find their beloveds outside. But through counseling, through prayers, through somebody's evangelism, through somebody's prayer, a woman come to church and then a man will find her as a wife. Or a wife, a woman will be here and find a man as a husband. Through somebody's work. And you will find your employee. Somebody, your employer will be in the church. So begin to work hard and win souls. Lift up your hands. Everyone. Surrender your mind, your soul. Ask God to give you the spirit of God's mind. Let the spirit fill you mind to work for the Lord. Everyone pray. Please, ask God, say, Lord, for years I have been asking for my need. For years, all these years I have been working for myself. All this time I have been working everything. I come to church for my need. I come to church only for what I want. For my wants and for my needs. But I want you to pray and say, Lord, show me 
what to do for you. Now the word of God has been spoken. The Bible said that and Philip preached and the whole city of Samaria, the Bible said that they were saved and then they sent Peter and John and they went there to preach. The Bible said that when they preached, they retained the souls. Their names were written in the book of life. Church, your ministration to someone, your visitation to someone, your counseling to someone, your love towards somebody. I was hungry, you did not feed me. I was naked, you did not clothe me. I was in prison, you did not visit me. Lord, where were you? Lord, what were you? Where were you? Where were you, that Lord? And he said, as you did not do it for this least one you didn't do this afternoon it is my prayer for your heart to be stirred by the holy spirit then you will have compassion you will have passion passion for the lost ones passion let the anointing speak to unto you you can do nothing you can do nothing without the anointing pray for the anointing Pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon you. It is the spirit that quickened the flesh. It profited nothing. Every pray, invite the Holy Spirit. The anointing. You provide the fire. Savior, I want you to lift up your hands wherever you are and I will pray with you. And if you do, I pray that your heart will be stirred this afternoon and you will have passion for the souls. You do follow up. You will call. Don't let your phone only call friends that you talk every day. Every day. There are so many people in the church who are not coming, who are hurting, who needs help your help. They need your counseling. They need your prayer. They need your love. Pick up your phone and find someone and call. You will be amazed what the Holy Spirit will do. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. It's might by power. It is by the Spirit of the Lord. Let it reach to your heart and let your heart have part for soul and your life will never be the same. Father, thank you for these ones. Thank you for open up their hearts to you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, 
for ushering their feet into your presence. Let the heavens, oh God, be open unto them. Let their eyes be open as your eyes was open to see Zacchaeus. My God, let their eyes be open, oh God. The Bible says that, Lord, that behold the wondrous things. Your eyes will be open and will behold the wondrous things of God. And you will have passion for one another. Cleanse us from all unright and let your perfect will be done in our life. In Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow, what a blessing. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.